Hello and welcome to Trust in Evil. I'm Bryony. And I'm Sam. And today we are on the final Lucy Letby. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not going to be, it's not the final Lucy Letby, I know that. Well, there'll probably be updates. More well, they've there. got more, they're going to bring more charges, I think. Yeah. So it's not the final one, but it's the final one of this one, this chapter. <laughs> of this bit that we've been doing, yeah. 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 So it's your case. My case. Your but case. First, anything that happened in your life? Not really. It's all been quiet. Kids are back to school. Heat wave going on. It's absolutely boiling here. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't live in England, we've had the worst summer. Oh, worst summer. It's just been shit weather. Yeah. But I kept saying to people, everyone, oh, we're having a really rubbish summer. I'm like, September. Yeah. It's always September It's now. always better in September. The kids go back to school and the sun comes out. Do you know my theory of it? And this is, I tell anyone that will listen. Go on. In August, is festival after festival after festival. Yeah. It's never nice for a festival. No, it's always right? raining. Soon if festival season's over, sun comes out. Yeah. Stop having festivals, it'll start being sunnier. Yeah, do festivals in September. Mm-hmm. When, when I'll go, because it's sunny. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're in the middle of a heat wave in Sam's front room. It's like an oven. It is like an oven and we can't have the fan on. So hot. Yeah. So, so hot. But we're going to go through anyway. How about you? Anything happen with you? Um, no, not really. Nothing really. Oh, it's good. This case has give you, this one specifically, has give you some trouble, isn't it? Oh, this one here has been hard to put together because I don't, I just, just never what to put in and what not to put in. Not in the respect of like, what, like evidence to put in. It's just knowing what to repeat and what, what not, not to repeat. And I'm writing stuff and I'm thinking, oh, I can't even bother to say that. Like I've so already said that. how have you approached this one? Is it just sort of... I have put in, um... I've put, uh, I've put in sort of like um, a little, a little like facts that we already know, mm. bits that have just like we've that weren't released right. to the public. So it's like certain bits that weren't really released. And there's been like um, you know, like the doctors have come forward and they've given their statements now. So we know a little bit more about why. Mm-hmm. Some, like we all knew that they were they did report it and um, it wasn't um, looked into further but then there's a bit where um one of there's like two main doctors that reported it and one of i think well both of them would have been in the room but one of them come forward and said uh, i um we we all had to sit in a room together we all had a meeting about lucy coming back to work she was coming back to work yeah uh, bearing in mind that they they knew it was lucy at this stage you know they were like we and know she's it's coming lucy. Back to work. she's coming back to work and the head the head ceo guy was like um we're going to draw a line under it. Mm. Nobody's going to mention it. Everybody's going to be extra nice to Lucy. Mm. And everyone's going to make her feel welcome. And he said he sort of got his pen and went, and we're drawing a line under it and just looked at them as if, and then they were like, we felt really intimidated. Mm. Like, we know what we know. And you're telling us that there's we nothing we can do, do about this. it. Yeah. But she didn't end up going back to work, luckily. Yeah, But right. they had, imagine being in that meeting. I would have been like, stick your job up your fucking ass. Do we know, in, well, obviously I don't want to take over your case, but do we know what's going on with the hospital now? Uh, n- not really, no. They are under, they are, there is um, inquiries going along, so they are going to be looked into, as in like uh, when it was reported, when one of the doctors reported it and said we need a meeting, mm. it took, I've got it written here, but I'm off the top of my head, it was like four months for mm. them to even try and arrange a meeting. Mm. And he was like, we need an urgent meeting. So that, people have to look at that and say, you had an email come through saying you need an urgent meeting and it's taking you four months to even get back to them. Like, that disgusting. is uncalled for. No, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, and that probably doesn't just happen in that hospital. No. That, hopefully, like, there's not cases like this that happen, but 
anything urgently i mean the doctor was like you know it's urgent we know we're not going to get a reply the next day but maybe a few weeks at a push mm -hmm. maybe and then you know you should be hearing something but yeah. just nothing and the reason why is because they didn't want to investigate it no because it's bad press for the hospital mm -hmm. it's more work for them it's yeah, yeah. So you... she got away with what she got away with for so long because, well, I've said this on the group and that, and because there are still people out there that believe that she's innocent and that oh, it's a hospital cover up and whatnot. I think my personal take on it is she, you couldn't stop her from doing what she's doing. She's an evil person. She was yeah. going to do it. You, yeah. can't, you can't control one person like that. However, would so many babies died or been hurt or, you know, if the hospital had been doing their jobs properly. No, I don't think, you know, they could have saved they could have lives. Saved, I, I'm not going to say many. I'd say a few. And the mm. only reason why I say that is because it was it was the hospital's investigation, what they were doing and what they do with anything that happened in any hospital regarding deaths and stuff mm. is completely different to a, a police investigation. They're yeah. not looking at um, what you're do doing in the hospital per se as in treatment you're having. Mm -hmm. They're looking at patterns and things of of what's going on around that patient. Yeah. That what's happening then, then that patient is the same as that patient. So there must be something here. Whereas the hospitals don't we really look at it like that? They're not. They're not criminal investigators. They don't. No. They're not. They've not been trained to do that. Yeah. So I don't know if I don't know if it would have saved. We would. Ne we'll never know. We'll how never know. Many. But I think I just for me, if they were doing their job properly and taking things seriously when they were first told, because I know the first time or the first few times they were sort of. There were questions raised around Lucy. It was totally ignored. It was just like, nah, yeah. it's absolutely fine. If yeah. they'd have taken it seriously then, just who knows how different things could have been. And I also feel like um, if in in any setting that it involves vulnerable people, adults, children, uh, whatever, anything yeah. like that, if somebody comes to management and says, I've got concerns over that person, yeah. there's been this this death or this death and i'm just worried they should it should be protocol they're immediately removed from giving that face-to-face -face care in until it's been investigated it should mm. be like that for everybody and if they're wrong you know it could it can be written in in you know in their policies and procedures that you know if something comes to our attention and it's regarding a death then you will be removed uh, it will be investigated and then you'll be put back mm. because once it's been investigated and you've been put back, if you've not done anything wrong, you're like, it's fine. Mm. I don't mind doing this job. You know, I don't mind doing this desk job for a minute because I know I haven't done anything wrong and they, you know, mm. they're not going to find anything. But if if they if they sort of did that more and more, then it, it might be, it might save more lives in yeah. the long run. The only problem with that is, it's staffing, isn't it? A, you've got your staff, you, can you afford to have these people off? being investigated when there's a good chance there's nothing wrong and also you do get these people that are like they're just trying to cause shit for you for no reason like i don't know you don't get on with matey in work so you go oh i think there's something dodgy going on there yeah. and then they have to be off of work until such a time they yeah. come back so you do run the risk with that and then that sort of goes right, into me, the line of is it fair right let me write it differently then so say um i worked in the hospital mm. and there were three deaths that happened on my shift mm -hmm. any more than three deaths then you should be removed and it should be looked into just because there's three deaths that have happened uh, i think that while especially you're on shift. yeah and especially when it was like this it's not common 
that like three people are dying like if you're in a i don't know a cancer ward i guess it's probably more common that people are going to yeah, die yeah that's different exactly but when there, it's like an anomaly when it's yeah. this isn't the usual standard practice then yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. how how can you not with yeah. a good conscience yeah exactly exactly and and then you know people would be more trusting of of the senior care mm you know higher uppers because they're then doing their job yeah you know they're saying actually yeah there were three deaths we've investigated it we found no wrongdoing mm. that's fine we're happy for everyone to move on and then you know it can't it can't it's just hard it's really hard and it's something's gonna have to change because yeah. we can't have something like this happen again no and you know the nurses i hats off to nurses well and doctors too but they do get paid a bit more but hats off to nurses because they do work bloody hard and they, without the hospital, without the nurses, the hospital just wouldn't be, they wouldn't yeah, be. No, and I'll, they don't get paid anywhere near what they oh, should. Oh, no, I know. And, and our OTs as well, they're, mm. they're rushed off their yeah. feet doing jobs that they really shouldn't be expected to yeah. do, but they're expected to do it because the nurses Nobody haven't got time. Gonna, yeah. So it's sort of like fall in occurrence. And it's hard because if there was more funds put into the NHS, then they could pay better wages when they get more people through the doors mm -hmm. but at the same time the that ward was understaffed they admitted that it was it yeah. was always understaffed and it should have been looked at as a, a higher up point of view that actually we're taking babies too young mm -hmm. We've, we haven't got enough staff to cope with this so we need to change this yeah and then we can um with a clear conscience go ahead and say if something happens we've sort of done not everything they can yeah like yeah. we've taken babies not uh, as not a young age and we're taking less babies yeah. they've put it down now i can't remember how many they took before and i should know this but they've took they used to like i don't know like i don't know 15 and now they take 10 or something they have mm. put it down so they've had one death since lucy left mm. so if you weigh it up but they have all they only take a gestation of 32 weeks so if you weigh it up people, people on our group and they're like yes but they've changed their policies they don't do this and they don't do that. no they don't and i get that that they have changed the policies so with a with a baby that is um of a higher age it's less chance you know it can't it's constantly falling yeah uh, but if you look at another hospital that do take prima babies they have had nowhere near as many deaths yeah. so how how is how can you still say that yeah. it was just sort of fate yeah as we said it's not one or two babies is it there was a lot no. a lot going on and there. i do sometimes feel like people that have an opinion sometimes um i uh, don't have as much uh, as they're coming out with hardly any information yeah that frustrates me they've a bit. just heard what they've heard or read what they've read and sort of run yeah. with it yeah because when you see every single baby and then the people that are on shift lucy when you see how many highlighted not just for oh, murders yeah. but for, for babies that were injured you're like ah flipping it's mental too much to be coincidences yeah yeah. But anyway, sorry, I completely threw you off then. <laughs> and then people go, oh, yeah, but what happened was um, the whoever was doing it has let her be the scapegoat because now they've stopped. Serial killers don't work like that. No. They, they can have cooling-off periods. Oh, yeah, for sure. But not somebody that's killed this many children would not now then have Just a cooling-off period. It doesn't work like that. I'm telling no. you now. Because whatever driv has driven them to, to do it would be so high now because they've done so many mm -hmm. that you know it's like anything you get a rush you do do it again you get a rush the same with serial killers they get 
the first rush is immense. Yeah. You do it again. It's, and they're always chasing that high, aren't they? Yeah, and you're always chasing it and you never really fulfill it. So then that's when you go on to then torture yeah. because you're trying to get that rush. You don't get it, so then you're going to go on to or you don't get it as high. Yeah. You're never going to get it as much as that first, but you're always chasing it. It's always it. the escalation, isn't it? It, it happens well, more, thing quicker, well. whatever it is. Yeah, and this is the thing as well on, on here when I discuss it. Like when I was looking to see... Um, sort of like I was just like googling facts about serial killers and things like this and the most common thing is which everybody knows is there's always an escalation so they start by killing animals yeah. or um, you know bullying other other you know peers and things like that but she, she hasn't done well as far as we're really aware she hasn't done any of that yeah but that's there's the thing though that. we don't know we don't know what she was doing to babies if she was doing anything to babies that were was very minor yeah yeah we just don't know no, i suppose not we don't know that yet but i mean they are reviewing her whole career which so they should yeah so they flipping should and it should get be gone through with a fine tooth comb definitely you know but apparently she is going to appeal of course which, I don't know, is that just like clickbait or is that actually happening yet? I thing is, from what I know, not particularly this appeal, but from what I know about appeals in general, for them to be seriously considered, there has to be something major. And I just don't think there is in this case. No. Not yet, anyway. Not Nothing that's come up. I'd be very, very surprised. Unless there's some brand new it'll evidence. Be something on, it'll either be something on evidence. It'll be something to do with the evidence mm. because cause it's only circumstantial evidence that they've got. It's um, it's be, they'll have, they'll have something on the tech. Like I guarantee you, it'll be that air embolism. Mm. If anything, that will push it through because everyone's so torn on that. It's so difficult. Yeah, to... I just know that they don't usually pay much. Well, I don't know if pay much attention is the right word, but they don't usually let people appeal and you know actually go through with a proper appeal and have a retrial or whatever. They just don't, it's not something they do unless there's, there's really got to be something quite major for them yeah. to do it. Because people have already, these poor jurors and that, that had to sit through it, you know, it has been done. It's expensive. I, I was reading, I think I posted it on the group, nearly a million pound this case cost oh, I didn't see to that. see wow. through. And it's sort of like the clicky bait was like, oh, it's disgusting. The taxpayer have had to pay this, which, yeah, it sucks. But that's what the money's. That I'd rather it go for something like that than some stupid shit that the man of tax does yeah. go on. Because I think she was entitled to a fair trial. Yeah. Now she's been found guilty. In, if if it was a perfect world, I'd like her to have to sell everything and put that money back in. Not obviously not all of it because it wouldn't amount to she that. She might get some civil suits. So she probably, she, I doubt she's got much if I'm honest because yeah. she, she hadn't been living in a house long. Yeah. But for me, I would be like any sort of, earthly possessions you have all get sold and the money goes back into whatever and now you you're guilty. work in prison and that money all goes yeah. to them and you work like a dog yeah basically yeah and um but yeah i think you know it sucks that it was a million pound but especially a case like this where it's so important that the right person get charged not even charged goes down for what they did i think yeah it needed to be there's and that again with the appeal they needed to be able to do their job properly. So when she did get found guilty or not guilty, or actually when she got found guilty, they can't just say, oh, well, you got that wrong. We're going to appeal now because yeah. you got that wrong. They needed to do their job properly. And if that cost a million pounds, then it cost yeah, a million pounds. The thing is as well with, with the right to a fair trial, I, I 100% agree with you, even though my heart of heart, I knew she was guilty right from the start. As yeah. soon as I saw it on the news, 
and that first little bit years ago i was like she is guilty she is guilty and i remember i said to me no Bryony, no and i said she's guilty i'm, I'm telling you now i just looked at her and i thought you you're guilty mm -hmm. and that was without knowing anything that was just my first gut reaction gut reaction and then the more i i sort of looked into it well, she's definitely guilty but that's you know i'm just one person mm -hmm. so yeah she does everybody has the right to a fair trial that's what we do that's 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 the whole that, purpose of the system yeah. isn't it yeah. and it get i get it, it might cost a million pound but like you said i'd have rather it cost a million pound and them get it right and those jurors really take the time and, and hand on heart to be able to say look we looked at all the evidence and they did they there's some charges that they couldn't come to a conclusion on so mm. they're still up in the air they could retry it they could retry her for those charges yeah. they could take that back to trial and they could have just sort of gone well we know she did the other ones so stands to reason she'd have done them too but they didn't they'd done no. their job they yeah. couldn't with good conscience say nope definitely you so they didn't yeah no i agree with you i just i think they really did do their job i reckon they just loved having the time off if i'm honest like, we're not going back to work yeah let's just sit in this room for another week as soon as they walked in guilty guilty, guilty. yeah she's guilty and then they're still sat there like just sit here for a few weeks the time off work was probably the only nice thing of that whole trial i would i do not envy those jurors. i don't know i don't know for some people it wouldn't be because the pressure of you it's not so much you're letting down your employer because mm. you are, um, you know, you're doing your bit, you know, but but the pressure of, thing, you know, some people would, I would be like, oh, I feel really bad for my mm. employer because they've got to get me covered. Yeah. Because, you know, so the, the pressure of that alone would be shit. Yeah. But hey, yeah, I don't envy those jurors. Bless them. Like, what an awful case to be part of. But well done to them. They did their job and they did it well. So, yeah. So that was the case. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, so, right. Okay, so I'll actually get into it now. Um, and like I said, I'm going to repeat myself on a few bits just because it's sort of, I'm trying to sort so of... So we know what you're up. talking about. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, if someone just tunes into this, I want them to be able to listen to it and think, oh, I sort of understand mm -hmm. it, but I'm then going to go and do... Even if they said, someone listened to it, oh, I thought I understand it. I don't want to listen to five more. I'll just go and Google it and bits will make sense, you know? Yeah. Right, so we all know that the jury, there were seven women and six men. They found Lucy Letby guilty of murder of seven babies and attempted murder of six others. So there were six charges that they couldn't reach a verdict on. Lucy was not in court for this. She didn't come back to court as soon as she, as soon as the trial ended. So she was, she was in the building, but she wouldn't come from herself. She refused to come up and which, and yeah which yeah. riled everyone up didn't it and Rightly i don't so. i'm pretty sure her mum and dad didn't attend either all oh, right I, I knew they were there for the verdict but after that i don't think they went back to court oh i didn't know that no i don't think they did well i know they i know i I'm, i know they didn't go back to court when she didn't go back i don't know if they were there for the verdict or not but i'm pretty sure they were there for the verdict and they didn't go back but i know they definitely didn't go back which is just as cowardly mm -hmm. Not that her dad's doing that. Well, I was going to say they didn't do anything wrong, did they? But she should have been made to to have been. Present. If that was my child, I would have gone to court because do you know why? I would have sat there and wanted those parents to know that although that's my child that I'm not supporting, I'm just there because I'm just I'm them. I'm their mum, and yeah. that this is my job to. I want to protect them, and I can't at this precise moment. So yeah. my only job is to be there for them. Um, but I would want them to know that. You don't like, condone it. I don't condone it. I'll sit there and I'll listen to your impact statements and I'll listen to how it's affected you. And I, yeah, I just, that's why it's feeling a bit cowardly. Mm. Which I do get, but also I guess it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's very, very hard. And I 
thing. Am I right in thinking it's the parents? I know there's some friends, but the parents still believe that she's innocent. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, but it's their kid at the end of the yeah. day. How can you honestly, honestly think that... Because you're thinking, I've raised this child yeah. that has then gone on to kill a load of other children. Like, what did we miss when she was growing mm-hmm. up? What happened? Did we do this to her? Yeah. Did we miss this? Should we have put her in therapy when she was five and that? Kid pulled her out. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're honestly, you'd be second guessing everything you've ever done for them from the minute they were born. But that's why I can understand them not wanting to be there. That's that was my thing. If they truly, truly believe in her innocence. Yeah, no, I do. No, I understand it. I do understand it. But for 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 an outsider's point of view, I just think for the for the parents that of of children that she's been been accused and now found guilty of murdering, for them to have to stand up and. For nobody, sort of Lucy's side directly mm. to be there. If I'd be like, right, she doesn't want to come. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come because I'm going to show that actually, I'm I'm sorry for what happened to you. Yeah. I get it. It's your child that's been, you know, you know. I believe my child's innocent, but I, and I'm sorry for what happened to your child. Mm-hmm. I'll stand there and I'll, I'll, you know, I take. I don't want to know as much information as I could because I'd be second guessing my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, I guess different folks, different strokes, yeah. isn't it? And then her mum, her, they, they were her mum and dad's world. So I think um, she was very manipulative, we know that. And I think her parents were were very manipulated by her. And I think she was like, no, nah, I'm not going to... Well, my lawyer's going to get me off. Mm-hmm. They've got nothing on me. Don't you worry about it. Absolutely nothing on me. I, they, they're going to look like they're going to look stupid. I haven't done this. And her mum and dad probably thinking, of course they are. Mm. She's not done this. She's saying she would tell me by now. She would have said, mm. she would have said, you know what, mum, I've done it, but I'm going to, you know. Because yeah. you would, wouldn't you? Because I'd be thinking, if she'd done it, she would have told me yeah. by now. Because, you know, you'd like to think your child would eventually tell you. Be honest, yeah. So we have had multiple offenders do this over the years, not turn up. And it's it's just awful that families are there to give their impact statements and and they're not offered that chance mm-hmm. to for, clo- for a little bit of closure in you know like I said it before like it's little pieces of closure mm. will soon add up to the you're never going to get full closure you know but you're gonna those little bits are going to help you move on and yeah. so, to to be able to have to stand there and listen to her her side of the story because she got to take the stand yeah. but she's not come and listen to you no. and what you think you know no i'd be for any offender i think they all should be made to sit and listen to the impact statements because at the end of the day if they are truly not guilty then you know it's not gonna it's very sad for any for any sort of case it's very sad that these victims have been impacted as they have but if i didn't do it i'd be like i'm really sad for you but i know i didn't do this and if they are guilty, you should be made to fucking sit there and sit through it and look at what you've done. But I don't understand it. Why does she have to turn up every day at court? If she doesn't turn up, then they don't proceed. But she gets to pick and choose when she doesn't come now. I guess it's because or the can actual... they choose if they come or not I think in court? it's because it's it's um. Oh, what you because it's the main bit of it's over. But there are cases, I don't know, because there are cases where you don't always have to be present. So if anybody knows, I'd be really interested to know if you can pick and choose. I wonder, because I'm sure that trials have been delayed because they've refused to... Or people have been poorly or whatever, or, isn't but, it? Or because they've refused to come out of, like, the jail hold. Because, mm-hmm. I, well, I don't know. I'm going to Google it in a minute. Yeah, so. I'd be very interested to know. Because you couldn't hold a whole trial forever if they just refused. No. 
you know and the problem is is you can't use reasonable force yeah i would have say you've got to be there that would be my sort of initial thought you have to be there it's about you what if you were um representing yourself and then just refused to go (sighs) i think that's legal Although I did, watch, I did watch a YouTube video the other day. I don't know how real it is, but it's this guy that's representing himself and he sat in the witness stand. Then he runs over to the oh, table. Oh, no, that's guaranteed it's probably is real. It, yeah. Yeah. He runs over to the table and asks himself a question in like a lawyer voice and then goes back over yeah, to the witness stand. Yeah. And the judge was just like, no. Yeah, 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 I imagine. I'd be like, my client's not here. My <laughs> client can't answer themselves they're not here. <laughs> I wish my client could, but they're not here. <laughs> Oh dear me! If I was guilty, I knew I was going to get found guilty. So I'd be like, I'm representing myself. I'm not going to get out of it. I might <laughs> as well it. just, just you know, <laughs> give everyone a laugh for a minute. <laughs> but yeah, the amount of people that have represented themselves and they're like crazy, crazy. Like the thing is, though, to represent yourself, majority of them have to be a little bit crazy. Yeah. Some of them go in it with no experience. They don't even read a book about it. They're just mm. like, I'm just going to do it because I this. know best. And, you know, I can I can do it. I can win them over. I, you know, or they're just crazy. The only time I think it's a good idea to represent yourself, well, I don't know if good idea is right, but it's okay. It's, I've seen people that have been in jail for like years and years and loads of years and they sort of try and appeal and get themselves out. Now, they've done the research. They probably oh, know yeah. a lot more than any bloody lawyer does. They know their case inside yeah. and out, and they know the laws around it. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, yeah, no, you know your shit. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. But and just to sort of walk into it and be like, how hard can it be? Yeah, and I know there's people that are law clerks for um, prisons. You know, within the prison, it's prisoners that are the law clerks. You don't get given that, mm. you know. And then they it must be so difficult for them because they'll win an appeals on their knowledge for, like, Sandra, but then can't win it on theirs. Mm. To do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they've been doing that's what they do it for because they they're doing it for their own case. That's how majority yeah. of them become law clerks. They've either been in that sort of business before, have some understanding of it, or they're doing their own case. Then they think, oh, I could potentially help somebody else. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. That'd be awful. Right, so we're going to play a clip now. Um, this is literally just the police outside the court just explaining sort of what happened so for anyone that hasn't really followed the case they can just get a little bit of an understanding of of the police's point of view i am detective chief inspector nicola evans of chestbury this has been a long and emotional journey for all of the families involved in this case i speak on behalf of the entire prosecution team when i say that all of their babies will forever be in our hearts. I would like to thank all of the families in this case for their exceptional resilience and strength throughout this entire investigation. Their composure and their dignity during this trial has been truly overwhelming. The investigation into the circumstances surrounding this case started in May 2017. Since that time, hundreds of witnesses have been spoken to by a team of dedicated detectives. Many of those witnesses have returned to court on numerous occasions to give evidence. Without their honesty and their support, the families would not have received the justice that they have received today. I cannot begin to imagine how the families in this case feel today. I just hope that today's verdicts bring all of them 
some peace of mind for the future and that we have answered some of the questions that they were looking for. Cheshire Constabulary will continue to support all of the families in this case in the coming days and weeks ahead. There will be a period of reflection as everybody comes to terms with what they've experienced here today. I will now pass you on to my colleague from the Crown Prosecution Service, Pascal Jones. Thank you, Nicola. Lucy Ledby was entrusted to protect some of the most vulnerable babies. Little did those working alongside her know that there was a murderer in their midst. She did her utmost to conceal her crimes by varying the ways in which she repeatedly harmed babies in her care. She sought to deceive her colleagues and pass off the harm she caused as nothing more than a worsening of each baby's existing vulnerability. In her hands, innocuous substances like air, milk, or medication like insulin would become lethal. She perverted her learning and weaponized her craft to inflict harm, grief, and death. Time and again, she harmed babies in an environment which should have been safe for them and their families. Parents were exposed to her morbid curiosity and her fake compassion. Too many of them returned home to empty baby rooms. Many surviving children live with permanent consequences of her assault upon their lives. Her attacks were a complete betrayal of the trust placed in her. My thoughts are with families of the victims who may never have closure, but who now have answers to questions which had troubled them for years. Firstly, just apologise about the sound on that clip. It's really difficult to get brilliant sound in when you're playing clips, but it's always nice to uh, play a clip just to show sort of other people's views yeah. on, on, you know, on any 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 work that Anything, we do really, and yeah, it's nice just to... to sort of get a different. And also, that's an official statement by the police. Straight isn't after, it? So... yeah, straight after. It is longer, so if you go online, you can listen to listen to a longer version of that. It is a lot longer, and it's it's just you know they go on and thank everybody that was involved and the jury and you know people that gave evidence. Yeah, and... I imagine a lot of the police. Well, a lot of people actually, but a lot of the police that were on Operation Hummingbird, I imagine they devoted so much time and oh, yeah. life. Oh, yeah. Like, they devoted their life to it. So yeah. I think it's nice that that's acknowledged. Yeah, one of them, I, I don't know which one because I didn't write down, but one of them re retired after this. Yeah. They were like, it really affected me. Yeah. Because I don't, and I think people have got so swept up in this, Lucy killed all these babies, how bad, but she is a nurse, and not only is she a nurse, she is a nurse that really does care for the sickest babies yeah. that babies don't ask to be born babies don't ask to be born premature they don't ask to be born with health problems no. all they need at that point is to be looked after yeah with by somebody that knows what they're doing yeah. and she took that and she used it to a, her own advantage and it's just sick it's fucking awful. sick like right, when you is. really strip it back and just look at like the, yeah. the brutalness of it yeah. it's, it's and a lot of the police and whatnot and the lawyers, they, you know, 
they've had conversations with the parents and seen the damage and destruction that her actions have caused these families and that's just it's just horrible it's just yeah I just I mean it doesn't bear thinking about but it yeah I can't help but think about it it's just terrible exactly so I'm just I'm just gonna go on now and just it's just a few sort of pointers of Lucy I sort of go on and I'll talk about when Lucy sort of joined the hospital and then um there's just a few dates in there for people just to so can sort of put a little bit of a timeline together okay. of when things happen because when I'm doing the cases because it was happening week by week, it's sort of hard to break that down into that you sort of give a load of dates and a load of um, days out. But when, you know, you sort of lose track of that yeah. as the case goes on. So so Lucy, Lucy joined the Countess of Women's Hospital in Manchester in 2012. She joined as a band five nurse. So in England, I don't know about anyone else, but in England we have banding. So when you're a qualified nurse, you, you go on to a band five. Mm-hmm. And then you can um, do more training and, and more education. As soon as you have more knowledge and more skills, you then get to develop that and you will then move up bands. And yeah. that's how you move up your band. Yeah. You get paid more money. You get paid more money, Because yeah. you're a more experienced nest. A uh, band five role is when you you sort of, you, you, you know everything, you're fully qualified mm-hmm. and you can look after those babies. But for her to be... In with the you know nursery one with the you know the pro she Very would have had to have gone on to do education yeah to, to be able to do that and she did do that and that's how come she got to go in those rooms this is fantastic that's yeah. great you know that's that's where she liked to be so she she obviously thought that was a girl and that's what she did yeah and and then obviously other nurses that would have only been about five they lucy would have um been like mentoring them and giving them instruction yeah because she was higher and that's how it sort of works even though you're qualified and you know everything you're still learning from other only you're learning constantly I well, yeah but you you know you're learning from your your Peers, more experienced yeah. nurses uh, and it's hard because you know you've got those messages when she was like i've got a um what's it i've got a junior no not a junior nurse a trainee nurse or a, you know, a new nurse mm-hmm. with me so annoying and i'm like why is that annoying because surely you want to pass on what you've learned how is it annoying what because they're asking you questions because mm. surely that's making you use your brain be like oh hold on a minute oh yeah i know yeah you know but hey ho um just before they think this killing spree began lucy had just finished a course and in this course like i said that they meant she could look after the the premise babies and that was the ones in nursery one now if we're going on her killing spree started n- not long after she did this course if she's never done anything else that's what we're going on because that's the only evidence we've got at the moment okay, okay? So we're going to go on the evidence we're not going to go on what we think we know so if we're we're going on that would you say that she wanted to uh how long ago would you say that she wanted to go on to do that training so that she could be in with the sickest one so that she could, could harm do them? this oh what a question um I think it's very possible. I don't think that she woke up one morning and just decided to do this. I think it was definitely premeditated. Pre, you know, she thought this through. She knew what she wanted to do. She had obviously different ideas of how to do it because she did use more than one method. She didn't stick to one. Yeah, and she planned it as yeah. well. She would plan it. Yeah, so I don't think she just woke up one morning and thought, oh, I'm going to do this today, you know. I don't yeah. think it was just sort of happenstance as she was there and oh I'll just do this I really think that she planned it through yeah I want to say honestly I 
I don't think it did. I'd like to think that that's when it started, just after that. But like you said, I don't think it did start. I reckon there, there must have. She must have been doing something yeah. before. Something that might be when the killing started, but not when. No, it's very, very, very rare for someone to escalate into just killing. Killing, yeah. Just killing, unless there's something people can come forward now and be like, "Oh, that Lucy, she used to." I don't know. She has this secret life where she'd go out and harm animals. Yeah. So I mean, it's just something, something. I don't reckon that's when it first started. But if we're going on the evidence, they've got to that point and that's when they think it started. And like I said, police are going to look at her whole career. So from 2011 to 2016, they'll look at every baby. So that's more than 4,000 babies yeah. that she's, she's come into contact with. Um. And that's from uh, Liverpool Women's Hospital, which is where she did her training. And then that's when, and obviously then she moved to the counter. So those are the two hospitals she's worked in. Yeah. So she, women, um, Liverpool Women's Hospital did take Prem Prem babies. So I don't know if she um, was really used to that. So she was, you know, she was just used to looking after the really small poorly yeah. babies that's just because they did take those they were you know so you could look at it like that she was just used to that you know it's more of a challenge maybe to look after those than it is sort of the older ones yeah. i don't know maybe it's what she knew i mean people do have preferences don't they you work with adults work with kids in all sorts of different jobs yeah. but i know just at the hospital at our hospital you know some people love what working. hospital we own yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah our, our hospital yeah. yes Bryony and sam hospital um some people love working with kids. Some people can't bear seeing the kids poorly and losing them. Some people just don't like the kids at all. They yeah, would rather yeah, work course, with adults. Yeah, yeah, so 100%. I guess it is down to individual preference. I love children, but I would never work with children. Oh, I don't know. I could no, not do it. I do not want to work with kids. My head would explode. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Not that even I haven't got the patience. I just, I just feel like. Oh, I just couldn't no, do it. I, I hate patience. any messy play. Like mm. I hate all that. I'm like, oh, let's wash your hands now. You've got tiny little paint on them. <laughs> yeah. So no, I just, no. I just. Like I said, I love other people's kids. Like godparent, brilliant. My nieces and nephews love spending time with them. Could I sit and be a teacher or play uh, school nursery, whatever? No, 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 no. But we've got to stop talking about ourselves. People don't like it. Okay. Oh, Not reasons. Um, police have said that that um. Anyone they think may have been a victim of Lucy, they will or have already been contacted. And I know that there are parents that have been contacted. So does that mean that there's potentially it means there is more victims? Does it mean there's more victims? No. no. Even though they've contacted them, it could be the case they're just reviewing it. They just think that, oh, there's something here that we need to just look yeah. into. So it's, I'm not saying that there definitely is more victims. I'm just saying that they, they have Reached out to some parents mm. they need to look further so into. Entertaining the and we're idea not know. that we're there is possible cover. victims. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's remember that consultants went to management and asked them to look at what was going on with the hospital and consultants asked for a meeting and they were still waiting four months later. So we have to remember this, that, that consultants were raising alarm bells, maybe not fast enough, maybe not loud enough, but they people were were noticing that she there was something about Lucy that just was off, you know, mm -hmm. there was something even and, and also as well, it caused a real tension between the nurses and the doctors. Oh right. Because the the doctors were saying, you know, we're looking at Lucy, we're thinking Lucy and the nurses were like, she's a good nurse. Yeah. We've never seen anything. 
Definitely she's an amazing not. nurse. Yeah. You know, she and some, she was friends with some of them as well. So it, it, it there was like doctors and nurses at that hospital didn't really get. I think they they did their job, but they you know there was a contention, and that's awful as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And and it's nothing against the nurses that believed her because she was very convincing. They saw what she wanted them to see. Yeah, exactly. And and she was all, all often saying to nurses and text messages and all sorts like. It's the doctors they're incompetent they don't have to do their job properly mm-hmm. that they're doing this they're doing that that baby was ill oh this that and and when a nurse is on shift and that baby collapses unless you're all there you don't get to see the full picture yeah and you know and you haven't got time to go and read that report just to double check you're busy you know so you've just got to believe what the other nurse is telling you yeah. because why wouldn't you uh parents parents are calling for action and investigations to be carried out as to why it took so long to be in, be investigated which is fair enough yeah Every, I think not even just parents. I think the whole country wants yeah. to know that. Consultants were told not to make a fuss. And it's said that they were told to forget the whole matter. Like I said briefly at the beginning, they were sort of told, forget the matter, we're moving on. You know, Lucy's fine. We haven't become, we haven't seen any evidence of what you're saying you've seen. We They had um, an expert look at it, the hospital side. Okay. And, and, the, and they were like, we can't really see any evidence of of it being Lucy. No, I think you're okay. You know, it's just one of those things. <laughs> so even medical experts that you know were looking higher up, you know, they were going, no, not really. We can't really see it. Although other medical experts from other hospitals were saying that baby's death is suspicious, and also the the doctors that treated them were like, it's very unusual for you to have a baby that crashes. It crashes and you either get no heartbeat whatsoever. You can't even get a heartbeat back at right. all. Or they are really, really sick. You think you're going to die and then they make a full recovery. Mm-hmm. And then they're back and you're like, whoa, like what just happened? Yeah. It's, n- they're not, it's never normal like that. They're either ill and then they become iller and then they crash. Yeah. You know, so doctors were like, I looked at that baby. I know they were fine. Yeah. You know, I read it on my report and, you know, if you've got that doctor thinking, I know that baby was fine. I know I checked that baby. Then, you know, and you've got other experts might be thinking, did he miss something though? Yeah. So it's, you know, and, and I think the doctors that were complaining about her, they, they, they had first hand knowledge. They were never spoken to by the experts, you know, and, and they said, what are your take on it? What do you think? Do you, you know, mm-hmm. I think if it, that would have happened, if everyone would have communicated a bit more, yeah. maybe it would have been a bit different. Consultants were told, oh, sorry, so yes, consultants were told not to make a fuss and move on. Um, I also know that some of the staff have said that they wish they had gone higher and this is something that they will have to live with for the rest of their life. And I do now, I know more facts. I do feel sorry for them before I didn't really, did I? I was a bit like, no. well, but I do feel a bit sorry for them because they were made to second guess themselves yeah. by people that were higher up than them. Yeah. And they were like being told, you make a thing about you make a big thing about it and it's going to be you that's yeah. going to end up without a job yeah you know which is terrible yeah it's awful isn't it so that's sort of what's happening now, now. so the investigations that are ongoing at the moment and then now we're going to talk about what everyone wants to know and is trying to guess is what triggered this woman to murder innocent babies and we're looking out for signs and we can't find any and it's very uncommon for someone to like i said just go straight into killing somebody normally we see you know we see um patterns of behavior that sort of escalate and we haven't really seen any of this with lucy and 
her family have have been spoken to and friends have been spoken to and her friends speak very highly of her yeah. really highly of her um we had we had the doctor she was friends with and he he would often be the doctor that would be on call maybe to get his attention yeah. i think she was i i think realistically this i don't think this is the reason why i think it it helped i think realistically she was she was really in love with this doctor she was really in love with him he had a wife um and probably a family and she, maybe he might have been giving her mixed signals maybe he Damn. might have been leading her along a bit there might have been more to you know he might have just been her friend or they might have been having some sort of full-blown affair mm. you know they both said they were just friends so yeah. we don't know anything more than that but we know he was married we do know that they constantly text each other they do know that they we do know that they went away together they do know like he used to go around hers for tea they used to go out for dinner yeah. like they were but they could have just been friends could have. i highly doubt it it's all a bit sus and, and no seeing some of the text messages it's a bit flirty. it's very flirty i wouldn't like it if my husband was yeah. going off like that mm-hmm. and why would they if you know mm-hmm. i don't know well i yeah i i would be so surprised if it came out that genuinely they were just friends mm-hmm. i i don't know about him i can't talk for him because i don't know anything about the man mm. at all but from what i sort of seen with lucy i really do think she was madly in love with him i think she was she really liked him yeah quite and possible. i think he was perfect he was a doctor yeah so that's great nurse and doctor brilliant yeah he had a wife but you know whatever she did want children like yeah. she must have wanted children she had a nursery yeah you know you don't just put a nursery in your house for no reason no. you know if you've got not got children that's the last thing you think about no definitely not <laughs> you know you, you use that second bedroom for storage yeah you'd use it for clothes yeah i was thinking walking wardrobe yeah same but yeah i mean she didn't she used it as a, a nursery but yeah from what i've seen i think she 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 did like him and it was ways to get him to the ward it is excuses to get him to the ward do i think she did it because of that maybe she could have done some of it I some don't. of it maybe i think it was just a happy um not coincidence it was like a little it, bonus yeah a happy bonus of doing this thing i personally wait don't tell me what you think All yet right. because i'm going to go on and say some opinions that i think and then you can tell me okay what you think but if okay. i cover it then feel free to step in so the second thing could be did she enjoy the thrill 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 of the buzz of it the buzz of having everyone around the buzz of like the drama the excitement yeah oh for sure i think that was part of it and also there's that thing of like look at me i'm in control i look at all these wonderful things i can do it's it is all a big look at me Mm -hmm. aren't i wonderful Mm -hmm. amazing amazing yeah and even though we've got that um We've got that eye eyewitness of her, of a doctor walking into her, her room, uh, a room of a child, and that child sat had dropped, and Lucy was just sort of stood there looking over the cot and doing mm. nothing. No one was in there then, but like he said, as soon as as we got in that room, what happened? We both just stepped in and did and and stepped in and did our job. Yeah. But there was no one there to impress then. No. So what would she do? You know, she, she you know, so. I do think she did like the buzz of it all. I think it was very much the, um, I don't know. I think, yeah, f- definitely the look at me, look what, look at my train, look what I can do, yeah. look at, you know, yeah, we've called a doctor and the doctor's saved him, but I was part of that. Yeah. I was there when that happened. I was I there when it all kicked off and yeah. I was, yeah. 
for me, that is sort of the biggest, and I'm not going to say too much of my opinion because you'll tell me off, but um, I think that is a lot of what it was. It was just all a big look at me. I don't think the killing, like the end result of having dead babies was the main thing for her. It was more look at, atten well, attention. Yeah, exactly. And we did see Lucy. She would text staff. That was a big thing she liked to do. Yeah. And it was, oh, poor me. Also, you know, she she sort of manipulated the conversation. She'd always draw it back to her. Yeah. Like, Look what happened at my shift. My shift, this happened. Oh, poor me. I, I saved this baby's life and this happened because of this baby. She liked that. And maybe if nothing happened in her shift, mm. she didn't have a reason to text him. Yeah. Even though she probably could have just texted him and be like, hey, mate, how are you? Yeah. And But she needed some people need that like i need something to text yeah. to get the call i need something to yeah. say um and that might not have been sort of um what am i trying to say it might not have been her her intentions to harm that child just to text but some people really need that but i if something happens on on my shift i then can text three other people and get three other people to pity me and feel, oh, poor Lucy, yeah. look at you, you're so amazing but at your look job. look at you managing after all mm -hmm. these awful things. Because if anything happens like that on a, in, in a professional field, if, if if there's any death or anything like that, your colleagues are always going to be saying, oh, you poor thing, yeah. oh, poor you, that's so awful yeah. for you. Because it is awful. So I, I would do reaction. the same. I'd be checking in and seeing how they're coping and things like that. I, it's, I think it's human nature to do so. Yeah, exactly. Right, so those are sort of, the things as to the only thing we know as evidence at the minute as to why it may have could have happened maybe okay. there's sort of like the only thing can draw to signs that if it started then there was we don't know anything that triggered it before so these could have been the reasons why she did it yeah and if it is that she killed a child to message a colleague then as disgusting as that is that was her logic of thinking yeah at that at that time like it's awful you yeah. know but that was how she thought that it could benefit her yeah so go on Go, I'm allowed yeah, to say yeah, what I think now. So yeah, I think it was all attention based. I think she's definitely mentally unstable. Um, I personally, for me, I'm going down the route of she's Munchausen by proxy, something like that. That's what I believe, you know. And again, it's all attention based. That is what it is. It's getting attention on you. However, whether it's through text or people coming to check on you or you standing in this room doing your job and everyone's like, oh, you're amazing, you're on yeah, it. It's all about praise, yeah. all about vindication. Because no matter what, if that child is to, dies or lives, you still you're get, still going to get attention yeah. and you're going to get it from doctors, nurses, friends, yeah. family. You know, you could text your mum and say, oh, you never guess what. And she'd yeah. go, oh, you poor thing. But I helped. Oh, you're amazing. Yeah. And some people do need to hear that a lot. Yeah. Some people really thrive on that and that's all they need to hear constantly. Unless they're being told they're amazing and they're good at something, it's like, what's the point? I believe everybody needs to hear that here and there in life. It's always nice. Um, but yeah, this is on a different scale. But yeah, that's that's where I am with it. She's something like Munchausen by proxy. I don't know medically what else that you know there is out there along those lines. But people that have that must have other mental health problems I think that come so, with it. Yeah. If you got I don't know ten people that had it, and you you then and and this is if they've been diagnosed properly. Yeah. By you know a doctor can tell you you've got whatever you know just you can fake whatever, and if it's if you had five five people that had it. And they didn't fake it at all on all their symptoms. You'd probably find that 
those five people at least had either one or I'd say maybe three other things that mm -hmm. go alongside it, you know, yeah. whether it be narcissistic behaviours, personality disorders, yeah. that it must come hand in hand. To have, you, can't, you unless my cousin by proxy covers, I don't know much about it and we're probably going to get a shitload of nasty comments for that because we seem they seem to be picking us off on everything that we don't know anything about that we, at least we're honest no. do you know what i mean i could google it yeah i could google it but i don't really need to because i don't know if she's got it yet so yeah. and this affects this case i'm talking about this case yeah. so if um unless my child's in by proxy there is an umbrella of 10 other things that come no but i think know. from what i can gather munchausen by proxy is just where you so Munchausen syndrome is where you fake illness. To yeah, I know what it is. So by proxies. But yeah, I don't think you have to have another disorder to be able to have it. But I think probably, like you said, they do come hand in hand. I can. As most personality disorders or mental issues do. It's very rarely just one thing. Somebody that has that and is willing to say, like, look at everyone knows the DDK, yeah? Yeah. So somebody that's willing to put their child through. And, and, and also, you do have to remember, people might look at it and say, the one that was on Netflix or whatever it was, the Gypsy Rosalie, yeah, yeah, the one that actually she suffered a lot more than what was actually even on that show. If you yeah. go and don't just listen to one podcast, do your own research and listen to a few podcasts because you'll realise that some podcasts, like same with us, you don't always put all the information in. You put no. the relevant information in, but her tying her to a bed for an hour and hitting her with something on that day didn't really go with anything else so you're sort of going to leave that little yeah. bit out because it doesn't really go with it but she, that girl went through a lot and for somebody to do that to their own child and to extend it to to you know making others believe having that ability to convince yeah. somebody else that your child needs an operation for this for this certain reason yeah you have to have something else wrong with you, you can't it couldn't just be that because you have to have that like narcissistic like i know best mm -hmm. i've done i you know i'm you know do you know what i mean i yeah. just think you have to have you have to have other i can't just see you just having that there must be people that have just been diagnosed with that i mean mental health it's so it isn't it's just so the problem profound, with mental isn't it? health There's not one size fits all the problem is with mental health is we know hardly anything about it we are really yeah. just on the tip mental health yeah. mental health hasn't been out for that long no. the word mental health has not been around i mean that that's long. not just me and you as like we don't know nothing about that's it the, 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 the whole the whole world experts even mm -hmm. it's just the tip of the iceberg you know you were you know you've got to think back you know not that long ago that i, I could have taken you to a mental hospital and dropped you off and said she i'm not saying you're gay but i said she is gay there's yeah. something wrong with her. She is gay. Oh my god, there's something wrong with you. Oh, we're going to fix you, and you are made to believe that they can fix you. Yeah. You know, I think about that. What we know now about things like that is yeah. it's just awful. What we believe, and in ten years' time, they're going to say, yeah. "Oh my god, they thought because of this that happened." Yeah. No, absolutely not. I mean, you think they used to take people um to the mental house when they were going through menopause. And yeah. Things like that and absolutely crazy. And men, men, definitely men could literally take their wife yeah. to a mental hospital and be like, something wrong with her, have her, yeah. and then come back in three days and say, oh, I'll have her back now. Yeah. It's like a learn your lesson sort of yeah. thing. Like, you will do what I say or you also, could chuck him in. Stuff like lobotomies and stuff like that, Carol, which I know they things. still do now, but it's completely different to what it was. Yeah. But just randomly poking around in people's skulls. Like... Because they thought they might be able to fix you. Yeah. And it would be a doctor saying... 
this this doctor that knows everything and doctors are put up on a pedestal and yeah. so they should be they should be yeah. they're amazing but you could get this one doctor that is is some doctors do have to be a lot of doctors are on the spectrum with 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 things as well a mm. lot of doctors are but you have to have that one doctor that's willing that's um clever enough to make people believe that if they it, that lady there that's rocking i can stop her from rocking mm. oh how i know what i'll do a little lobotomy i'll poke around in this side of the brain that releases that that she'll stop oh yeah brilliant do it all right did it didn't work oh yeah should i tell you why didn't work on her because something else wrong with her oh it must be true <laughs> he's so he must be true for me personally give me a doctor that is happily say you know i'm an expert in the subject but i don't know everything if the doctor says to me, I know all there is to know about oh, this one them. subject. I'm like, nope, I don't want you touching me. Thank you very much. No, no, because nobody... And and doctors that aren't willing to learn bug, bug me. Doctors that say... Yeah, they think they know it all. Yeah, like even look at like fibro. Fibro, I will bring up fibro because um, a friend of mine thinks she might have fibro. And I'm like, mate, your classic fibro symptoms. Yeah. And and the more she's telling me about her symptoms, like she'll be like... If it, she, I'm like, mate, honestly, you're classic. But I take my mum to the doctors and they go, my mum say, oh, I've got fibro. It's not really a thing. Mm. It's not really a thing. It is a thing. And, and doctors have dedicated their time to prove yeah. to other doctors that it's a thing. And then you've got other doctors that mm, it's not really a thing because yeah. you're not even, willing to learn about yeah, it. Even Munchausen by proxy, I'm pretty sure, don't hold me to it, but I'm almost positive that a lot of doctors don't believe Munchausen exists. No, no, because because... That'll be probably doctors that are really, uh, what's the word? Um, like old school? Or... Old school mental health, mm. which some people still are. Yeah. Some people really still are. I mean, I know people that, I mean, I I will ha- hand on my heart, admit, right, that I would never, ever disrespect anybody that's depressed, never, ever, ever in a million years, because I don't know what it feels like. But I would be the sort of person, you rung me up and you're like, like you bring me up and be like oh, i can't get out of bed right? i'd be like mate get out of bed yeah get up go to the shower and get out of bed i can't yes you can of course you can yes you can and i i i openly admit i would say that to you that'd yeah. be my because because you don't i don't it, understand yeah. it so in my head i'm like i could sit in bed and cry all day if i really wanted to but i know if i've got to get up and get out of bed and mm. go out if i stay in if i'm poorly and i stay in i do get depressed i do get a bit i do feel, feel sorry, sorry for, for myself day, everything's yeah. wrong you know but for me, I know getting out for me is good. It's good for my mental yeah. health. It's good for me. And I don't suffer with mental health. And I know that. But for somebody that suffers and they've got that knock-on effect of I don't want to get up, so they're not, they've got nothing to get up for. Mm. And it's like a vicious circle. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand it. But my, I would say to you, get up, get up. Just yeah. get up. Well, I can. Of course you can. Anyone can. Yeah. You can. And I'm learning with my daughter all the time. Yeah. And ADHD is something that I've been learning about and the more i research it and the more i look into it so many things of adhd that you wouldn't even think is a symptom of adhd oh, so much and the fact that there's of different types of adhd like blew my mind yeah. i was like wow that's crazy and and you know you'll pinpoint a child that has adhd schools are terrible for it mm-hmm. oh it's only adhd i'm like you don't understand like for you it's only adhd but for her that's our whole yeah, life you live that every major. day yeah you know but yeah and and children that have Children have looked over massively for mental health. Yeah. Because people are scared to treat them. People yeah. are scared to diagnose them. Yeah. Or they haven't got the time to diagnose them. Well, anyway, we'll get one star for that. So thanks, Sam. It's <laughs> <laughs> your rant, love, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lisu was seen as 
as a, a real normal person. Like I said before, she was, her fr you know, she had friends. She wasn't a loner. She had friends. She, work colleagues liked yeah, her. Yeah, very social. She was described as, uh, she was described as beige, and that was from uh, one of the detectives. Now, I don't think she meant she was beige, as in some my understanding of beige would be a bit sort of just ordinary, a bit normal, a bit plain. But I think really, like, in all honesty to her, she wasn't beige to her friends. Uh, her friends said, like, once she got to know her, she was very funny. But I think what she perceives as when you first meet her is just very sort of shy, mm. reserved. She's very just, softly spoken, Yeah, very she? sort of, you know, yeah. So that detective did get to sit down with her and did have interviews from with her. But you've got to remember, Lucy was only showing what she wanted to show it in yeah. those interviews. She was only giving answers to what she wanted to give. Um, so also, you are It gonna... wasn't her real self, was it? She was in a, being interviewed by police. That's not like the same person on a night out. No, or... no. So although I've put it in, I've only put it in because it, it's, it's, it's said a lot now. Mm. If you look at reports by Lucy, it's like, Lucy was described as beige. One person said that mm. and her reasonings for that is because and not the same reasons as you would describe someone as beige if you actually look at what her friends say about her then she's really funny and like not that i'm sticking up for her because but she you know she was really funny she liked to make people laugh yeah. you know she she had she used to do things outside of work she wasn't she didn't just she wasn't in. this weirdo recluse was she that's no. that's the thing and yeah I think that's what people struggle with yeah so lucy was an only child she was very very loved by her mum and dad she she was I think she was wrapped up in cotton wool yeah. and again she had a good family you know a good upbringing mm -hmm. and Lucy as we've seen I said it way back Lucy messaged one of her work colleagues and described her parents as suffocating and she explained it and she said you know I had to get out of my parents house they're very suffocating they I think they didn't want her to do anything they used to, they used to do a lot for her yeah she wasn't really allowed to do anything for herself. Cold. and that's mum's being mum you know I'll do your washing I'll do this when actually sometimes you want to do your own washing because mm. you want to feel like a grown-up you know so yeah so she did say her, her parents were very suffocating her parents were very very proud of Lucy she was the first one in their family to go to uni she said from quite a young age she wanted to be a midwife and she fulfilled that dream and I think they were really proud that, I'd be proud I'd be proud yeah I'd be proud if my child just went to school yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was chosen chosen to be the poster campaign for the um, ward she was chosen because of her dedication she yeah. used to work shifts uh, you know she'd pick up extra shifts when they were short staff she'd go above she'd and beyond for work hours. she was a team player mm -hmm. or so it seemed Lucy loved going to salsa classes. She had groups of friends she was really close to, school friends and work colleagues. She would go to the pub quiz with, she was described by her friends as quite until we got to know her, but then she would just make you laugh all night. Um, this is, she's a very normal, happy, go lucky girl. She, ha you know, she had her dream job. She had a house. She had cats that she loved. You know, she was, uh, you know, that people can be cat mums, whatever whatever floats your boat if you want to be a cat mum um so if you look at all that she was a very very normal person yeah normal outgoing and but again you can if you can put a front on to your friends that you're fine f for a day two days three days you know you only you do anyway everybody you only let people see what you want what you want yeah and i believe there's different parts of people i don't think Lucy is a killer all day, every day in her head. 
no you know there's this part of her that is a hard worker and enjoys her job and does it for the love of the job there's a part of her that enjoys nights out probably a part of her that enjoys a glass of wine and watch tv but then there's this other part this murderous awful horrific part which sadly took over because we've all got darkness in us it's just we don't all go out and kill people you know oh yeah 100 percent. but like, we, everyone's got a bit of dark oh yeah uh, yeah that you you're lying if you said like i've never had an ill thought of, like, about anybody mm. you know you'd be lying you'd be lying to people that are like oh no i never lose my temper yeah you do you bet you do lose your temper if you were pushed enough you'd lose your yeah, temper there's just someone else who hasn't pushed you to the point where you've lost your yeah. temper maybe or you just deal with it very well or yeah. you handle it in private you'll mm-hmm. go home and scream into a pillow yeah, or... yeah exactly exactly um you know, she and she was very good at covering her tracks, and she was very clever. You know, a lot of people, a lot of serial killers that get away with it so long have to be clever yeah. to get away with it for so long. Yeah, she knew that insulin would be very difficult to pick up on. She knew that. Well, she didn't think that they pick up on that air. Yeah. I honestly didn't think she thought that they anyone would ever be able to detect that what it was yeah. yeah i think that i think she was really shocked by that and she would she would um it's like sometimes i wonder if for lucy was it was it like i don't know like they they did say that she picked certain times so she picked either it was a baby a baby's due date baby's going home date baby's that were so something sig- a significant born. date in her mind, anyway. Yeah, in her mind. Or was that coincidence? I so don't it was believe so in coincidence, like, coincidences like that. But was it something, could it be something as little as um, the parent has walked past Lucy and Lucy's been caring for their baby for the past three days and they've not even looked at her? Well, could that have been enough to piss her off? Thinking, God knows. I've cared for your kid and you've just walked past me and ignored me. You don't know what's deserving enough for me to look after your yeah. child. Unless she starts talking, we're never going to know, are we? And that's, no. the, that's the crux of it. But everyone's going to, we're going to, she's going to have to go through, she's going to go through evaluations in prison. So she's going to, because of who she is, she's going to be talked about for a very long time. Oh, so yeah. We're going to find out so much more about her. Yeah. And maybe when she realises that she actually is never going to come out, she might talk. I hope so, but I won't hold my breath on it. You know, she she did plan the murders. She she manipulated medical reports. She planned what she was going to use depending on what baby. Yeah. She planned how best to harm the child in question. She blamed others for children dying. You mm-hmm. know, she, she she was very manipulative on what she did. Yeah, very calculated. Uh, so now it's like, how did Lucy get caught? How do we know Lucy got caught? So we all know Lucy could have been caught a long time ago or, or you know, definitely caught sooner than what she did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy was due to start her shift on the 27th of June in 2016. She was called and told not to come into work. She was then moved on to an admin role. And she knew at that. I sh- she knew because she really panicked about that phone mm-hmm. call because she was texting people for reassurance. She was. Oh, I bet she, she was, was crapping her pants. She knew, and and police or like she knew she'd been spoken about. I think she knew um, she, the doctor that came in and they were all in the staff room and he turned around and he said, to, she, "I don't think he, he didn't know Lucy was in there." And he said, um, "Well, who was on shift when that, that happened?" And she, she, I think she knew right then mm. and there. 
that they know it's me because she'd been spoken about before about being on shift because she had to go in for um she would have had to have gone in for reviews and people were talking about oh you're on shift with this baby you're on shift with this baby i think she sort of seen realized i fucked up here because i'm yeah. always on shift like i think she thought she could have got away with it i yeah. mean she was smart enough to get away with it and then she knew so there was a letter that was sent to the police asking them to look into the sudden sudden rise in infant deaths so remember they've had this meeting by then and they've been told that lucy is going to be coming back to work we've mm-hmm. looked, we've done our investigation and we can't find that she's in, at fault so then a letter gets dropped on the police and and it simon burns chief constable receives this letter and then he passes it on to paul a guy called paul hughes Paul met with consultants. Now I'm going to name them now because everybody does know their names now. I was just a okay. bit dubious as to. So he met with consultant Stephen Bury, Bury, and Dr. J Ram. These were the two doctors that that tried to sound the alarm. These were the two doctors that really picked up on what she was doing. And they spoke to him, and they explained that babies in neonatal units don't normally die. I can say that the Countess, like I said before, the Countess have had one death in the last four years and I get that they have changed things around, but one death to, you know, three deaths in one week. Mm. can So babies that were examined and seen as fit were collapsing and, and some were dying and all this, you know, just to this detective was enough to say, hold on a minute, let's just take a Something step back. Something worth look. looking into And they here. said to him, they said to him, Lucy Letby is the one that's always on shift. So although they were given her name a lot, as detectives, they've got to make sure they get it right. Yeah. And they knew this would be big, so they really did have to make yeah. sure they get it right. Um, st- staff couldn't get babies to respond at all when they were dealing with them and they were saying that this was a, a, a massive thing. You know, They were trying to explain to the detectives that she was always there and she, they'd be given CPR. Some babies would respond, some babies wouldn't respond. It's not normal for this to happen. That that in itself is not normal. Just that little bit there was like a massive red flag. So police had experts look look in look at the baby's notes and they couldn't come up with reasons to why they were collapsing. The reason why it took so long for from when they had the letter to suspecting something was, you know, realistically was wrong, as in there was something this wasn't just babies dying okay. was because the medical medical examiner had to examine thousands of records and go through thousands of files so what they did was 60 officers that were assigned to this case which is massive to give somebody 60 officers yeah is massive and the home office funded this this is not normal the home office do not normally fund anything for the police really? like this and the only reason why this was done is was because of the evidence that they already had mm-hmm. knowing that somebody was harming children i think if this wasn't done then it would have been looked yeah. at as to be like you know why didn't you do more so they called this operation operation hummingbird and it was set up and ready to go within pretty much days the pathologist was convinced he would find a biological explanation but eventually he determined that the deaths were caused by inflict- inflicted harm. For the next few months, police police teams spent hours analysing shift patterns, rotor patterns, staff patterns, when staff worked, who staff worked with. 
it was they went through with a fine tooth comb because I think I really do think they thought if we get this wrong, yeah, we're screwed either way. Because if we get this wrong and it is something somebody and we don't pick up on it, we're screwed. And if we get this wrong and it isn't something and we've put it together and, and gone full force, yeah, you know, I really do think they they I think the team they had on this case did an amazing job at what yeah. at what at everything that they did. The main thing is here is everything they looked at, the one persistency of of everything they had was the fact that Lucy was always present or always had been present and either was alone or just been alone with the baby. Yeah. She was all she was the the only one they could place with every single child mm-hmm. that had serious injuries. She was the, the main one that they could place there. Yeah. And, and I like evidence I said earlier, like that don't lie yeah. doesn't lie. No, I I know it's circumstantial, but coincidence, you know, a coincidence to me is maybe once, it happening once or twice. Like this is not coincidence. This is common sense. Like two babies were injected with insulin. They've proven that they were injected with insulin and Lucy happened to work both of those shifts. Mm-hmm. Lucy was the only one that happened to work both of those shifts, mm-hmm. right? So what you're telling me now that there's two people injecting those babies with yeah. insulin or is it just Lucy? Just Lucy. Is, was there any ever an instance where she wasn't working on any of the baby's recess when she was there? How do you mean? Like, of all the babies that they know that she harmed. Yep. Did she work on all of their resources? Um, yes, I'm 99% sure she did. There was one baby that she she um, she injected the bag, so she poisoned the bag, but she also poisoned another bag. So when I think I think that I think that was insulin. So when they weren't getting the the blood sugars to rise, and they mm. put another bag in, yeah. it looked like it was something. It was that ch- that child that had yeah. the problem. It wasn't the bag. They changed the bag. Yeah. So that was, you know, she she obviously thought that was going to happen or knew that was going to happen. So she did both bags or she just did both bags and thought, well, someone's going to use it. Yeah. You know, and but she didn't sign for that second bag, I don't think. So there, that there, she didn't sign for that second bag, but the first bag she signed for yeah. and that was injected. What? So you're telling me it happened the other way around or mm-hmm. is it really just Lucy, you know? So, yeah, I don't, I want, I don't, I can't say for sure because the only problem we've got here is... Some of the babies that she harmed, that she was present for the recesses on, and then went on to collapse again. She some of them she was off shift for. Yeah. So there you can. Though some of those are the ones that they can't yeah. find her guilty with. That's why I asked, like, for when she was on shift, was she present for all of the babies being resuscitated? I don't know why that matters. It's just a question that popped up for me. Yeah, because that was a question that's going to be asked. That's yeah. a question that I imagine her defense put to the court you yeah know, oh for sure you've got a baby here that did die but lucy wasn't on shift no but if you look at when it, it came in or lucy was on shift yeah. and you know those doctors managed to save that baby but whatever she did to that baby that baby just couldn't fight anymore and collapsed again yeah. so yeah it's a question that you you know everyone should ask that question yeah. really but it's just sad that those babies fought fought that little bit extra and then yeah. eventually did die it's just sad it's and so it's just it's just so unreal, isn't it, that this could even happen? I know. So, like I said previously, they in their research, it did come 
it did come to light that these babies were harmed on significant days such as due dates and birthdays and special days like going home days yeah. you know these babies were harmed on those days again i don't believe that's coincidence i just i don't know what to say about that i just think that is you yeah unless she says you're not going to know that for sure could just be that those are the days she could get away with it because some mm. days she just might not have even become there might not have been an opportunity for her to do it so i think that was intentional because it's it makes it that much sadder if that baby was doing really well and it's about to go home and then it all of a sudden goes downhill rapidly not any that happening to any baby like a baby going downhill is sad no matter what but when they were doing so well and about to go home there's just something that extra little bit like oh about it which for me would get her more attention because they'd be going oh that was so sad they were doing so well and it was in some of the text messages yeah. they were like but their baby was doing so well yeah yeah and i think for the parents like you said they they've overcome those milestones of their baby being that poorly and they've been told that they're going to be able to take their child home yeah and you you must be so excited to take your baby yeah. home because that's what you do you have a baby bring it home that's yeah you know that's what you expect and i think for those parents to for that to be taken away at that time is just so cruel yeah. but like again like she might have thrived on that yeah. little bit of it adds to the shock power. factor of it doesn't it mm. yeah and that is definitely. what she thrives on so so lucy was declared a, per, a, a suspect in june 2018 and she was arrested for the first time she was very calm she didn't ask what she was being arrested for she didn't really ask many questions her her demeanor was very very calm and very relaxed and and chilled now was she expected to be arrested or was it a complete shock to her well i mean she wasn't she wasn't allowed to go back to work and i i don't think it was if if you could say oh you know i didn't do it then it would it would be a complete shock but she knows she's done it so to her she she wasn't i don't think she was in shock at all i think in her brain she was acting like she thought somebody that hadn't done anything wrong would act like mm. like oh, if i go in sort of really calm and talk to them and sort of say oh no i didn't do that oh no i didn't do that they're going to believe me because did, I'm a nurse. Did and she have a lawyer at the time she was arrested or did she get one she from must, I don't know. I don't know if she got one. Uh, she had a lawyer because she had a grievance against the hospital. Mm. So that was going on. She had a grievance against those doctors in the hospital. Yeah. That, so she she must have... But would I think um, you have a union, don't you, at the hospital? So would that be your union one or would you be allowed to bring an I outside one in? Whatever you want, really, I think. Oh, okay. So, yeah she was i don't think she was interviewed with her lawyer though i think she was on her own i don't think she said she wanted a lawyer i think she was sort of going and they do i don't care what anyone says you know they they make you feel like you've not done anything wrong when they arrest you that's their sort of their job yeah. you know they arrest you they get you in there they talk to you like a you know it's ease. really sad about these babies isn't mm. it you tell us what you think you know as a medical you're the medical professional yeah. you know would the, could that be could there be any other reason yeah. well because if you go in all guns blazing like you did this da, 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 you're just going to clam up and go lawyer whatever i'm not talking to you you're if I feel attacked, you're going to act as though you're being attacked. So it's much better play to go in there and be nicey-nicey. Yeah, of course it is. It definitely is. I love I loved the American 
system. I just mm. feel like we should have that system. I feel like they, they really should be allowed to lie mm. to you. And also for Lucy, it falls into the attention thing for her, which she laps up. So that's yeah, oh, yeah, good, of course. And they thing. asked her a lot her opinion on things, and she loves that. Yeah. Like you can tell because she does give her opinion. Yeah. Sort of, you know, but you can go and you can see that that if you go onto YouTube, you can see her um her interviews. It is um it's very it's interesting to watch. It's just frustrating, I think. Yeah. She she made herself very closed off, sort of to the detective as such, where she would she would answer the questions, but she wouldn't give them. She was only giving them as much as what she needed to give them. Yeah. She was she definitely was doing that. She was sort of like, well, no, no, that they 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 were fine. Well, why do you think you've died? Babies do die. They're sick. Yeah. They're poorly. You know, it, that our hospital, it was dirty. Doctors were negligent. Mm. They, they were lazy. You know, she was sort of not... She had an answer for everything yeah. that sort of indicate or Im, Im, implicated somebody else, not her, didn't Yeah, she was, con she was very controlled. And I think she thought she was controlling that situation. Because yeah. I honestly still believe at this point... She honestly didn't think that they could prove that she did it. I oh, think she yeah, thought she was sure. clever enough to get away with yeah. it. She was arrested again a year later in 2019, and then she was arrested again in November 2020. And from her arrest in 2020, she was never released again. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Lucy was, we all know, you know, she, she got a life sentence. She was told that she would, you know, never be released or don't think we could ever release somebody so evil how could you mm. as a judge sit there and be like i'm gonna give you life but maybe the possibility of parole maybe if no. you can turn yourself around you know what should we do just let them let let her work on the ward in the prison just hope she doesn't kill anyone yeah. and we'll, we'll let her out you know yeah. so obviously like i said and i do want to make people people really understand this lucy chose not to come to court and not not to hear what parents had to say and just I think, again, it was a control thing. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do it. I don't have to do it. I know what I can do. You know, I know my rights. So I'm just going to really, really, really briefly, before we wrap up, because I've just realised this actually has been quite a long episode. <laughs> um, I didn't think it would be this long, if I'm honest with you. Just some of, you know, what parents sort of, what what they felt about it all. So this is, um, I'm not going to say which parents this was. If I'm sure if you go out there you can put Find a piece it all of together yeah. yourself but this is just sort of a snippet of what parents were sort of saying and i can't read them all because it's just too long to my son's killer you were watching you were watching us say goodbye is like something out of a horror movie in 2015 it was going to be the best year of our lives we were going to become parents to a little boy and a little girl everything was perfect and we got we we got told one baby needed a little bit extra help but was going to, but was doing well very strong and doing really well i couldn't never imagine that the most precious thing in our lives were being cared for by a nurse who is so capable of such despicable actions we never got to hold hold our little boy while he was alive because you took that away what should have been the happiest time of our life become our worst nightmare you gave our daughter extra special care. Little did we know you were waiting for us to leave so you could attack. We are forever grateful that you are not able to take baby two away from us. But our family now have a gaping hole where baby one should be. You tried to take everything from us. You tried to play God with our children's lives. We suffer with anxiety, depression and PTSD. 
So what we have to remember in this case is that Lucy has violated not just the parents mm. in this. She's violated doctors, nurses, mums, dads, system, isn't it? brothers, sisters, grandparents, aunties, uncles. There's so such a wider scale yeah. of it's not just this child it's everybody that's linked to this child it's yeah. everybody that's linked to that hospital there's so many people that have become affected by what she did yeah including members of her own family yeah yeah including members of her own family and friends that genuinely were friends of her for who they thought she was yeah and you find out you know you might find out your friend's a bit of an asshole but then to find out that you know the girl that you called a friend and there were people that supported her after, you know, when, when it yeah. sort of come to light the first time. They were the nurses that really stuck by her yeah. and really believed her. And they've got to live with that as well. They're like, you know, you live yeah. with, you think, oh my God, am I really that bad a judge of character? And I imagine that people with Prem babies in that hospital now, you know, it's forever going to be a dark shadow over it. And they were, they're, I, I would be very surprised if I'm wrong in saying, parents worry about having their prem baby in that ward now oh yeah definitely maybe not all of them but there will be some there will be and i tell you what it won't even just be in that hospital it'll be mm. parents that have had this case yeah that or just the parents in general in hospitals or, or people that go into hospitals yeah. they'll be thinking oh my god it still happens like yeah. people can still get away with this for, yeah. for so long this can still happen because in this society you don't believe that it this someone could get away with mm. harming this many babies. You yeah. just don't think it would happen. You think with modern technology now, there's no way. No. But actually, if they're not doing the right tests and they're believing, you know, you, you believe in... You, you that what's happening believe. is just just luck, I guess, or yeah. unluck, unluckiness. Yeah, then actually there's no one questioning it, which means they can get away with mm. it. It's very hard to be a serial killer in this day and age because it's very, very difficult yeah. to get away with it like you used to be able to. Yeah. to. But, I mean, people still do now, oh, but yeah. to this degree, it's very, very difficult. Yeah. So that has been my final case of Lucy Letby because if anything else happens, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> so hard. Yeah. So hard to do. Yeah. It's such a big case. And like, we've had so many amazing comments. And then we've had such assholes. Yeah. Like real nitpicky assholes. And I'm like, screw you, motherfucker. Yeah. I know you got upset by it. I just, I got thick skin to it now. I but don't I get upset by it. It's that like the things they're moaning about are like really petty. Yeah. We had one person moan because I didn't know who the nurse was that, um, I still don't, can't remember her name. The nurse that did this before, the you know, the nurse. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You know her name, didn't you? I had it on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, yeah. but what anyway, I said to my sister about it, she said, well, before your time. <laughs> but this one was like, well, if you're doing this case, then you must know that. No, because I'm not doing that case. No. I know there's other people that have done it. I know there's other doctors and nurses that have got away with it, but this is an individual case because all of them are yeah. an indiv are Beverly individual. Beverly Alice just come and to And when me. I've actually looked, it's not, it's not like this case really in the slightest i mean it is but it's not it's not other than a nurse killing babies it's, yeah but yeah. it's not you know it's not to this it's not to this degree so do you know what it's with anything you're not gonna be everyone's cup of tea all the time you know it just is what it is if you don't like the way we do things don't you know it's fine absolutely fine i think just don't nitpick i don't personally if i find a podcast that i don't like 
I won't go on and slate them online or whatever. I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to listen to that anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's hundreds of podcasts that I don't but, like. And there's I guess some people are just bored, you know. They'd like to nitpick. I'd like to see them do a podcast because it's bloody hard work. I tell you what, I honestly thought it was going to be well easy. It's so freaking hard. So hard. And even just finding the time to research the cases, not yeah. even writing them down, just yeah. to research just them. Just do the research. The, sort of the tip of the iceberg yeah. research is very, very difficult. And you get these podcasts that do like five or six episodes on each one that they do. And I'm yeah. like, how do you do it? Yeah. How do you do it? You and know? again, like I said, this is not our main deal, is it, at all? No. Like, this is just something we do in our very limited spare time. Yeah. And sometimes if I have not got the time to research that policy of that hospital yeah. at that time. Yeah. Because I tell you what, you try researching something in 2016, how many rabbit holes you go down yeah. before you actually find what you're actually looking for, even yeah. though you've typed in exactly what you need. Yeah. It's very hard to find things out sometimes. Comments that get me is like, um, do your job properly or the, when they're saying like money that we earn from this podcast I don't know where this money is <laughs> I'd love to all. see the money I'm taking all of it yeah it I'm probably is yeah it. I bet you are and I'm spending it yeah. on an aircon for myself yeah <laughs> even though it's something that's the first time I've ever come here and been hot yeah it's fucking boiling so fact, normally Sam's house is freezing because she gets too hot <laughs> so it's the first time I've ever come here and I'm like wow it's hot in here yeah but yeah no i don't it's not that i take him to heart like that it just frustrates me when the comments are so unnecessary it is but just let it go just let it go let yeah. it go yeah maybe and, and i and 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 well, i am letting it go but and the fact that i can't freaking comment back i can't comment back <laughs> so i can't be like excuse me message me and tell me because then i'll tell you to shut the fuck up <laughs> Why they don't do it that way, though, Bryony? <laughs> okay, if you just drop me a message, I will tell you. Little trolley keyboard warriors, but like I said, whatever, just just move on. Yeah, but the, yeah, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch Lucy like me for a while because it's just hurt my brain. Yeah, a lot. The big cases do, and this is a particularly harsh one. And so. also, you get podcasters that won't touch cases like this. Mm. Why won't they touch? Why is why if you go online and you Look at how many podcasts have done this case. Why haven't they done it yet? So i tell you why, because it's really difficult. Yeah. And it's really difficult to go through all those trial transcripts when you can just wait for ITV to write it up and you can yeah. take it from there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why they haven't done it yet. Yeah. And and that's why that some of my information might be a little bit screwed because I've looked at something and I've gone, yep, yeah, right, I've written it down like that. And actually it's happened in a slightly different way. Yeah. And I've just sort of, I'm not a medical expert. No. You know, I can only give, you know, and I can only write down so much of it unless I just copy it. You know, some things you do have to copy, because yeah. you know, but unless I, I don't want to sit there and give my medical opinion, although no. we give our opinions too much. Opinions, yeah, but we're not medical experts or anything like that, are so we? I, you know, I we're can. not experts in the law. Like, this is not our yeah, no. thing. And having expertise in the law is... is is um very beneficial when you're doing a podcast like this yeah for sure because the things that we go i don't know actually i'm not sure mm. and sometimes i say i'm not sure because i do know vaguely but my information is probably wrong so yeah. if i go actually it's like this people go no it's not and i'm like well i did say I'm not sure it could mm. be like this i did say that that's why i haven't gone i know yeah. this is the case just don't worry your pretty little head about it it's not pretty right now it's sweaty <laughs> but i won't worry my sweaty little head about it Right, we're going to go and we will see you next week, although we're going to record another episode. So for us, it's in a minute, but for you next week. See you later, guys. Love. Bye.